Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. afternoon it is the fan afternoon show on 1250 a.m the fan i am toby altizer and that is sam schmitz we are live from the lakeland university studios offering co-op credit for work experience learn your way at lakeland.edu we're going to talk about the brewers as their second half begins tomorrow we have some baseball today checking some of that out here in the studio but Brewers get back in action against the Rockies tomorrow night, so that'll be good to finally have the crew back after the All-Star break. I want to talk about them and ask you a couple different things about them. Four o'clock, we're going to talk about championships and the difference in perception between the Packers, the Bucks, and the Brewers. What does a single championship mean? I think, you know, they, they kind of got into it on the big show. We talked just briefly about it yesterday. We want to talk about that and get a little more in-depth with that. But I want to start today, before Matt Carroll joins us at 345, by looking at this Brewers team and asking you two simple fill-in-the-blank questions. Now, some of these things could change depending upon, like we were talking about with Sparky, what happens with Juan Soto at the deadline. Is he dealt? Where is he dealt? St. Louis is in on him. If he goes to St. Louis that's going to make the division a whole lot harder. It's going to make it that you're probably going to have to win 93 or so games and be right there with what you were last year in the second half. So we'll see what happens there. But as of right now, how things stand, two fill-in-the-blank questions. The Brewers win the NL Central if blank, and the Brewers win the World Series if blank. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250am, the fan. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, because I've been one of the more optimistic people when it comes to the Brewers, and I want to hear where you guys stand. Do you think that they're still going to win this division? We've heard some people that are skeptical even of that. I think a majority of Brewers fans are still pretty confident that they're going to win this division, because... They've played well up until this point in terms of their record. They could have been better, but they're still in first place right now by a half a game at the All-Star break. Where do you see them finishing? Do you see them ending up at the top? What, what, what do you think the win total needs to be? I think Sam and I went through it yesterday. 
both teams are on pace for 87, 88 wins. So what kind of win total do you expect them to have to get to? Do you see them having to get to the 90-game mark? I would not be surprised if they have to get to 90, 91, maybe even 92 games to win this division. Now, this year it's going to be different. If they're tied at the end of 162, there is no game 163. We'd have to look up again. I'm not exactly sure all the tiebreakers. I think head-to-head, I'm sure, is part of that. But there are tiebreakers this year, so there would be no game 163. So if they did end up tied, hopefully the Brewers would have the edge in tiebreakers at that point. But either way, if they want to win this division outright, how many wins do you think they're going to need to get to? Because if there's one thing I'm confident in in the second half, because we've seen it so many times with this team, not talking about the Brewers, but talking about the Cardinals, they're going to have a good second half. And they're going to get things going. They're going to get things rolling. They're going to go on a hot streak at some point. They did the same thing last year. Last year, they were out of it. Last year, it was done. Last year, the Brewers had that thing wrapped up. But because they went on a hot streak, it put a little bit more pressure on the Brewers, even though we knew they were going to still win the division. There was no question about that. It pushed the timeline down a little bit. Craig Council maybe took his foot off the gas a little bit. All these things happened because the Cardinals got hot in the second half last year. And I would not be shocked if we see that same sort of story again this year, except for instead of the Brewers having a large lead going into it, they're going to be pretty much even with them. And so they're probably going to have to play really solid baseball in the second half to expect to win this division. It's not going to be one of those things that we thought at the beginning of the year where well, the Cardinals, they might be there, but, eh, I mean, they're not that good. Now you're seeing the years that Arenado and Goldschmidt are having. Their pitching is going to continue to get better. I mean, Flaherty's barely pitched this year, and yet they've still been able to do what they've been able to do this year. So I would think the Cardinals are going to be a formidable opponent in the second half in terms of the division race. I haven't looked at the schedules, but going off what Sparky said, he says that the Cardinals are going to have a little bit more of a tough schedule than the Brewers because the Brewers do have a lot of home games in the second half but they have some difficult opponents you still got the Yankees coming to town you got the Mets coming to town I think you got seven games against the Dodgers so you're going to have some difficult opponents in the second half but what's it going to take for the Brewers to win the Central what's it going to take for them to win 414-799-1250 or you can tweet us at 1250 a.m. the fan I'm pretty confident the Brewers should still win the division. I am. I don't think that no matter what the Cardinals are going to do, I think the Brewers are still going to be right there and ultimately should be able to edge them out because of what the Brewers are facing here in the second half. And I just think the Brewers are a better baseball team. And I don't know that we've seen the Brewers play their best baseball yet. You know, through the first 50 games, having the best franchise record, the Brewers look like they were off to a really good start. And they look like a team that had played pretty good baseball. But even then, I don't think we'd say, okay, they've played their best baseball. Let's see if they can keep it up. No, I think there was still a level that they hadn't reached yet. I'm hoping that coming out of this All-Star break, where some guys that were a little bit gassed are going to get their their rest. You think about Rowdy Telez. This guy has never played every day in his major league career. Much less, I think, all but five of the games in the first half for the Brewers. So he was playing every day. 
He was getting at-bats every single day. He was playing first base. He was a big part of why the Brewers were able to do what they were able to do this year. And so he's been a big part, and he's been kind of running to the ground a little bit. You know, he, he got used a lot more than he's been used throughout his career. And so I think he needed a break, and rightfully so. He's played well. And so he goes into the all-star break. He gets a couple days off, gets a chance to reset, maybe get rid of some of that fatigue and get ready for the stretch run here. I think you're going to see a Rowdy Telez more like the Rowdy we've seen for good stretches than what you saw going into the break where he kind of struggled for the last couple weeks. I'm hoping that you see a better Colton Wong in the second half, but I've seen too much bad Colton Wong this year to believe that he's going to turn it around. This might just be a down year for him. Some of the other guys, Christian Yelich in the leadoff spot's been solid. Can Andrew McCutcheon continue to play like he has ever since the calendar flipped over to really June and July? May was a decent month as well, but you got, or I think May was the awful month. You, you got him over to June and July, and he's batting over 300 with the crew. So I'm pretty happy with what McCutcheon has given you. So can he continue that? I think overall that the Brewers are in a position that if they can play solid baseball, they don't have to play spectacular, but they cannot play poorly. They cannot play probably right around 500 to under 500 baseball the rest of the way and expect to win the division. And I don't know that you'd expect that either. But I think if they play two, three games, four games above 500 in the second half here, as they already sit a half game up in the division, I would think that you can win the division with that. If you can get to a 90-win total, assuming the Cardinals don't bring in Juan Soto, I think that should be enough to win the division. I just don't know how confident you are with the second part of this question if that's all you're going to do if you're the Brewers. The second part of this is, okay, you can win the NL Central, fill in the blank, the Brewers win the NL Central if I say they need to play solidly in the second half, and we'll continue to dive in that into that more here in just a second. But if the Brewers are going to win the World Series, again, the Brewers win the World Series if fill in the blank, 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in here. I... Uh, I don't know that just playing solid and getting in is going to give you any hope. I think they're need to get, going to need to get hot. They're going to need to get the bats rolling. And it's going to need to be something where they are riding a heater going into the playoffs for you to feel confident to win this thing. Because what you've seen out of the Brewers so far, they've never really given you the confidence that the offense is going to be good enough. And... You know, even for guys like me that are going to play optimistic and still think that there's a possibility that they could win the thing, I'm not confident in the offense either. I just look up and down the order and say, okay, I recognize this name. He could get hot for a week or two. I think he could get rolling for a week or two. All right, if you get a couple of these guys going, maybe you'd have a shot. And I think most Brewers fans, if you were to say that, would say, okay, I get where you're coming from, but what gives you the faith that those guys can do it? And maybe I have a blind faith. Maybe I do. But that's why I think that there's a chance that this Brewers team could do something special this year. But they're going to have to get things rolling at some point. Whether it's right coming out of the All-Star break here against the Rockies. Whether it's you know going into 
October and September, or even just something in August where you go on a little bit of a hot stretch. I'd love to see the Brewers really show you what they're capable of for you to feel a little more confident when you look at this team as they head into October. Because if they were to stack up with the New York Mets right now, if they were to stack up with the Los Angeles Dodgers right now, heck, if they were even to stack up with the Cardinals or the Braves right now, what would your confidence level be? I don't think it'd be very high for a majority of Brewers fans. I really don't. I think, for me, I'd probably be right in the middle. I wouldn't say I'm exceptionally confident, but I also wouldn't say that I didn't think they have a chance. But I need to see an improvement from pretty much the entire baseball team. That includes the pitching staff. If we were going through and saying, what guys do you need to continue to just play at their level and not improve in order the Brewers? It's basically like Corbin Burns and Devin Williams. Who else on this team would you say if they just continue playing at the rate that they're playing at, you'd be fine with it if they finished the season that way? I don't think there's that many. I think it is like Corbin and Devin Williams. Across the offense, you expect a lot more out of each of these guys. You look at the pitching staff, and Woody's been decent since he's come back. He's been pretty good, but I wouldn't say that overall you've been thrilled with what you've got out of Woody compared to the expectations you had going into this season. So I think if everyone kind of takes just a a half step forward, if the, if the team collectively can get going a little bit and just get going in the right direction where you can see that, okay, this team can get trending, can get hot, maybe we'd have a chance if we just get into October. I think that would help Brewers fans so much. You know, after 50 games, I think Brewers fans were generally pretty confident in this baseball team. Maybe they still didn't think that they could win the World Series, but they're like, all right, they're going to win the Central. No problem. You know, Bart went as far in the morning to say they were going to go wire to wire in the Central. And you know what? I don't know that I disagree with them. Matter of fact, I said that I was 100% with them because that team was playing fairly well, and it looked like they were a team that could continue to play at that sort of level. And since then, they have played very poorly. Defense has been bad, the hitting hasn't been up to snuff, and really the pitching hasn't been everything that it's been cracked up to be either. So all facets of the game have been rather poor for the Brewers, and that's what gives me hope in a sense that they could turn things around, but at the same time, if you want to look at it from the other side, there wasn't really anything positive going into the All-Star break for you to say, yeah, let me hang my hat on that. So I definitely understand either side if you're on. I can make an argument for the Brewers to... Lose the NL Central as easily as I could make a case for the Brewers to be contenders in the National League. I think there's both sides with this baseball team, and that's why they're so intriguing this year. 414-799-1250, fill in the blank. The Brewers win the NL Central if blank, and the Brewers will win the World Series if fill in the blank. 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AM. The fan I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. It's the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. 1250 AM, The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I am Toby Altizer alongside Sam Schmitz here in the Lakeland University studios talking with you about the Milwaukee Brewers. I did want to bring this up. Maybe this is a bad idea, Sam. I don't know if it will be. We're going to be doing a draft mockery later today of WSSP callers. So, I don't know if you want to include this or not, but
But if you call in and want to give us your basketball exploits, <laughs> I would not be opposed yeah. to, to helping Sam and I put together a draft board right. of WSCP callers. Get a little scouting report on some of yeah. these guys. If you want to give us a scouting report of your basketball game, Feel free. We we need some help. We don't have, we haven't seen any of you guys play. We were talking about though, like during the break, a lot of our most famous callers or like infamous callers, a lot of them. Let's be honest, we probably wouldn't take in a basketball game. Yeah, so, so we need some help. We right. need some help. So if you want to call in and give us a rundown on why we should take you, give us a little bit of a pitch on why we should take you. Go ahead. Why not? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Again, fill in the blank. The Brewers will win the NL Central if, and the Brewers could win. The World Series, if fill in the blank on those. Let's get out to KJ in West Dallas. Aloha, KJ. What's going on, man? Hey, aloha, Toby. Thanks for taking my call. Hello, Sam. Hey, uh, so the Brewers uh, will win the Central uh, if they pick up a huge bat uh, in a trade and a middle reliever. Uh, they're their starting pitching uh, stays consistent, and they get Peralta back. And uh, the Cardinals um, either lose uh, Goldsmith, Arenado, Pujols, Bader, and, of course, Yadi Molina, who's out right now, out in either injury or COVID. Okay, so you don't think the Brewer if everything just stays as it is, you don't think the Brewers would win the Central this year? No, and I, I said that the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they have the bats. I think those veteran players uh, for the Cardinals, uh, because they're so close right now, the Brewers, if the Brewers would have went up five, six games, which they had an opportunity to do before the break, um, they could probably hold on to the lead. But what are they, a half a game? Yeah, half game right now. Right. I, I just don't I don't think uh, that they're going to be able to hold on to the Central at this point, given that they're so close to the Cardinals. And, you know, who's to say that the Cardinals will pick up a, uh, uh, a really good pitcher uh, in trade somewhere along the line? They've got a much better uh, minor league team, uh, farm team than the Brewers do at this point to make a trade, uh, you know, to get a, a starting pitcher to go along with Wayne Wright and, and uh, who's the other guy, My- Michaelis, mm-hmm. and, you know, and those guys. I, I, I really don't think they have enough to go by the Mets or the Dodgers to win the World Series. Not at this point. All right, KJ. Yeah, I, I I definitely get where you're coming from. Appreciate the phone call, man. Okay. Aloha, bro. Aloha. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. Fill in the blank. The Brewers will win the NL Central if, or the Brewers will win the World Series if. Fill in the blank on those. You can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan as well. I want to read a couple of your tweets. So, let's see. Frank tweets in and says they will win the division if they get healthy. They'll win the World Series with health, some some luck, two bats, a starter, a reliever. Yelich finds his home run stroke. Hader finds his groove. <laughs> he says, sacrifice a live chicken, prayers from every god. 
release the curse of the giant beer barrel and some more luck. Uh, Mr. Milwaukee tweets in, and he says the Brewers will win the division if the Cardinals don't get Soto. He said the Brewers will win the World Series if hell freezes over. (laughs) So, doesn't sound like a lot of people have faith in the second part of this thing. Let's see, what else do we have? We have some other replies to this. Keith says they'll win the division if they don't trip over their own feet while walking at a slow pace. And then he says they'll win the World Series if the Mets, Braves, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Yankees, and Astros all have massive injuries occur to their starting rotation, starting lineups, and or bullpens. So it sounds like a majority of fans are decently confident that they'll still win the Central or be right there to win the Central. You know, KJ said he thinks that they don't have enough to win the Central, and that's fine. I get where he's coming from. But I think a majority of fans would disagree with him and think that they're probably still front runners in this division, but they have no chance, essentially, at winning the World Series. So I am interested to see if there are other people, aside from me, that think that there's possibly a chance that they could get things going and possibly compete for the World Series this year. I don't know that it's likely... I don't know that it's something that I would, you know, place my money on at this point. But I think if everything fell right, and we talked about this yesterday with the Bucks championship, it was he celebrated that. Things have to go right for you to win the thing. Now it's different when you have a superstar like Giannis and you're going along and, you know, maybe they lose their star or whatever the case may be. Things went right for the Bucks, but ultimately too, they had Giannis, Chris, and Drew. I mean, there are no Giannis, Chris, and Drew on this Milwaukee Brewers team. So it's going to have to have a whole lot more go right for the Brewers than what went right for the Bucks on their championship run. So I get that. But I think if you have a couple guys find the rhythm at the plate, whether it's Renfro, Rowdy, and you've seen stretches from these guys. I mean, even look at some of the guys that aren't the big names, Tyrone Taylor. You've seen him get hot for a stretch and kind of be a big part of this offense and almost carry it to an extent. You've seen that sort of thing. You've seen Colton Wong play well at times in the past, and you'd expect him to get going in the second half. Keston Hira, those kind of guys, they have the capability of at least getting going and you maybe going on a run, and then you combine that with the pitching, which you think is only going to improve, especially once Freddie Peralta comes back. Once Freddie comes back, I'm pretty confident in this pitching staff again. I mean, you're kind of bumping these guys up again into roles that they're maybe not used to being or expecting more out of these guys than what you probably should be expecting. I mean, let's be honest here. Adrian Hauser is not a number three starter, but he's kind of had to go into that sort of role alongside Eric Lauer. And Ashby at this point is okay, but... I don't even know that he's necessarily ready to be full-time yet, or even if so, you probably need to just continue to roll him out there so that he can develop into that guy. So these kind of things with the Brewers, you want to see them improve, and I think they will once you get Peralta back because it just shifts everything back down into where you probably should be. I mean, again, going into a postseason series... NLDS, NLCS, whatever. When you are trotting out Corbin Burns on the mound for Game 1, you're trotting out Brandon Woodruff for Game 2, you're trotting out Freddie Peralta for Game 3, assuming Corbin Burns wouldn't be ready to go again in Game 4, which he 
didn't go in last year, we'll assume that they'd go with Eric Lauer in game four, and then you line it back up for one, two, three, and five, six, and seven if you're playing a seven-game series. I mean, you're going to give yourself a chance. And then on the back end, like Tim Allen said last week, or maybe it was on Monday, when you're playing and you can get a lead, which is a big if for the Brewers, you're going to have a seven-inning baseball game when Josh Hader gets things going back here in the second half. It's going to be Devin Williams locking down the eighth and Josh Hader locking down the ninth. And so you're going to have basically seven innings that you need to get through, whether it's Lauer, Freddie, Woody, or Burns. And we know Burns will basically just hand that off to Williams and Hader. That's what Burns has basically proven he can do every time out. Seven strong, one, maybe two runs at most, 10 strikeouts, book it for Corbin Burns. And hopefully you can chalk that one up as a win. Then you're going to have Woody, and if he can get things going again, he can almost hand it straight to Williams and Hayter. Freddie, I don't know yet, but even so, we're taking out Hobie Milner and how solid he's been. We're taking out Brad Boxberger. So you have the pitching You just need to get a little bit more out of the hitting. And I think that it's possible. I really do. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Trav and Brown Deer. Trav, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Well, I'm glad the rain came. It cooled things down for a little bit anyway. But uh, I'm optimistic. You know, I'm not going to put it on my mama. I wouldn't put. But, you know, uh, I mean, how long can these guys stay in a slump? I mean... Uh, and then the other thing, the other day, for Juan Soto, my thinking was, okay, if the Brewers were involved in trying to get him, why wouldn't we try to send Yelich, Hader, and Hira? Maybe Yelich just needs needs a, uh, a new scenery, and obviously the Brewers ain't going to be able to pay Hader down the road. for. Uh, well, real, real quick, Trav, yeah. here's the thing with Hader. Hater is only attractive to people who are going to contend over the next two seasons, over this season and next season. The Nationals aren't contending in that time frame, so Josh Hader wouldn't be someone they would want. Christian Yelich is intriguing, but I don't know that they'd want to take on a contract of his, and especially since he's been struggling. So Yelich would almost have to be one of those that you're tossing in while you're sending away Josh Hader or something. I don't know that you can really trade Yelich unless you're giving them a more proven asset and then Hira would be interesting. Hira is someone that maybe you could come to the table with, but those other two guys, I just don't think you could trade to a team that's not going to be good for the next, I don't know, three, four seasons and expect them to really be taking that in an offer for Juan Soto. Yeah, and I hear you. Uh, but, you know, Yelich, maybe he goes, you know, sometimes a change of scenery. But uh, other than that, I, I'm optimistic. I think the Brewers will win the Central. And. All these guys are veterans. They can hit the ball. You know, maybe this break, they got to come out the gates going going bananas. So, uh, I'm still positive. So, Trav, should we be taking you in this basketball draft? Were you a, were you a basketball oh, star yeah. back in the day? Trav said, uh, oh, you bet. Yeah. You, 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 uh, he said, uh, talk about it next week. You, you, you bet. I mean, like I said, I'm short, but I, I, I can shoot the ball, and uh, I'd love to hold Butler. So so what's a, what's a scouting report here on Travin Brown Deer? What? What's You're a scouting report here? 
you're going to get hard defense. Uh, you know, I shoot 50% from the floor, and I come off the pick and rolls. You know, I do the dirty work. I'll set a screen. I play defense. I, I play both sides of the ball. I like it. I like it. Well, I think that you're right at the top of Sam's board after what you've just said. Trav, appreciate it, man. All right, thanks. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting one. I think that you got to consider that with your first pick there, Sam. I think that's your guy, Travin Brown Deer. Maybe. I mean, the thing is though, <laughs> every draft prospect could tell you that they're the best thing since sliced bread. But uh, we got to do what's best for our team at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. That's going to be a fun one. Yesterday's was the most fun draft mockery I've done yet, and we got lots of interaction from the guys here at the station. So I think this one will be fun among the callers. I'm excited to see. Well, we can come up with that one. That, that's going to be fun. Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew is going to join the show coming up in about five minutes. Excited to ask him some of these same questions we've been asking you about the Brewers. Because I'm interested to see with another Brewers guy, someone that is covering this team closely, whether he's optimistic or pessimistic about this team. And you get people all over the spectrum. You talk to Sparky, he says no chance that the Brewers are going to a World Series. You talk to me or Tim Allen, you think, okay, maybe there's a chance. So I think all over the spectrum with this team, and maybe there's only a handful of guys that actually think they can get there, me and Tim being two of them. Sam, where would you put it right now? Optimistic, pessimistic, right in the middle? Where where are you at? Optimistic about them winning the NL Central. If they trade for maybe a bat or two, I was debating on whether or not I should say if they trade for a bat, but then I was like, well, it might be multiple bats that they might need to trade for. For the NL Central alone, and then they just got to get healthy on top of that. Uh, but for the World Series, I'm trying to like find a way or a word or a phrasing to like convince myself that like if this goes right, they could win the World Series. But it's more so it's a combination of getting hot going into the postseason first. And then on top of that, I feel like all these other teams just have to play below par from what they usually play. I don't know. I can't think of like one word or like one phrase to fill in the blank for the second yeah. part because I think I find myself in the middle. Like, sure, like if everything goes right. Anybody can win the World Series when they get into the postseason, but for this Brewers team, I, it, it's taken me a lot to convince myself like how they can do it. Yeah, I think, I guess, if I'm going to answer these before we get to Matt Carroll, I guess winning the Central is if they play solid, up to their potential in the second half, they'll win the NL Central. If they're going to win the World Series, a couple guys are going to have to get hot at the right time, and the pitching is going to have to be elite, with a capital E-L-I-T-E. Elite, elite, like historically good in the playoffs for them to win this thing. But I think they have it. I think they've got the guys for it. And that's why I think that there's still, even though it's a sliver, I still think that there's a small chance. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew, he's going to join the Fan Afternoon Show. We'll ask him some of these same questions we've been asking you guys and get his thoughts on the Brewers as they head into the second half. It's the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer, and that is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios, offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. It's time to get out to the great Midwest Bank hotline and bring in our guest from reviewing the brew and the cold brew podcast, Matt Carroll. Matt, what's going on today? How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, but four days without baseball is a little bit too much. I'm ready to get back into it tomorrow. I know. I'm so excited. What do you expect to see of the crew coming out in this series against the Rockies? I mean, you come out with you know your big guns uh, with Burns and Woodruff at the top of the uh, rotation, you know, you've, your offense has had a little bit of time to rest and kind of shake off, you know, some of the guys who've had slumps and you got a team like the Rockies who is, you know, well, they're the Rockies. So, you know, they should be able to come out and make a strong statement, hopefully. And, uh, uh, they need to put some room between them and the Cardinals who are only half game behind them going into the all-star break. What are you looking for most out of the Brewers as we get into the second half? Because we talked about this in the first hour, uh, leading up to you joining us here. And it felt like in the first 50 games that a lot of Brewers fans were really confident in this team. Maybe not World Series, but very confident they could win the Central. And now, not so much. So what are you looking for out of the Brewers here in the second half? I would just like to see a little bit of consistency out of that offense. I think you guys posted a poll the other day that was... Uh, how in one word, how would you refer to this Brewers team? And I would just refer to them as inconsistent. Um, they, I think, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't believe that they score four and a half runs a game. That's 12th best in the league. And that's awesome. But without actually looking at data, it feels like they're either way above that or way below that. Um, it just, it, it never feels like they, you know, sustain close to that average. So I would just like to see them put together a string of games where, you know, they score a, at least roughly even amount of runs, and it feels like every game they're at the very least in it. You know, what what happens happens when it comes to the pitching, but that offense just needs to reach a level of consistency where we as Brewers fans feel at least a little bit more confident that any time they run things out there, they've got a chance to win. Looking at the NL Central, Bob Nightingale put out a post today talking about Juan Soto and early talks with trades and one of the teams that is reportedly in on him is the St. Louis Cardinals. Not that you would have, you know, any insight into the situation, but just from your gut, does Juan Soto get traded and what are the chances that he ends up in St. Louis? Ah, uh, God, God, I hope he doesn't end up in St. Louis. We basically already went over this with Arenado when they got him for peanuts. Um, I don't think Washington's going to fall into that trap. Uh, it feels like the Cardinals just maybe don't quite have enough of the prospects to get the deal done. And the Nationals also want some major league ready talent as well. I don't know if the Cardinals have quite the haul to be able to do that deal. But, you know, again, 
the Rockies kind of surprised us in what they were able to give up Nolan Arenado for. So you never really know. Um, I, I don't know for a team like the Yankees, who's been unwilling to part with certain prospects a team like the Mets, who, you know, they seem seemingly seem to pay for everyone, but you know, maybe Soto just pushes that a little bit too far. I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't dealt this trade deadline, but gets tr- dealt during the off season when, you know, maybe a little bit more teams, enter the mix but let's just all spend the next couple weeks praying that it doesn't actually end up being the cardinals because that would just be horrible talking with matt carroll from reviewing the brew and the cold brew podcast you can follow him on twitter at mke matt 13 and continuing on here in the nl central how do the brewers go about winning this division because i feel like we've seen it before with the cardinals where they're in this sort of position and they get going, and they're going to push whoever it is that's competing with them. How much? How well do you think the Brewers are going to have to play in the second half to win the division? They Overall, they feel like the more talented team. I mean, yeah, the Cardinals have some of those top-level guys. Goldschmidt was a monster in the first half. They obviously still have uh, Nolan Arenado. A couple of those annoying guys in Edmond and Bader, but a lot of their other guys have been inconsistent too. So if the Brewers play their game, if some of these pitchers who have struggled, you know, like a Josh Hader, Eric Lauer looks like he's turned things around lately. Um, if you get a Peralta or a Hauser back to add to that rotation, um, it, it feels like the Brewers can do enough for the most part with what they have to still be able to win the division. I think if they add a piece or two at the deadline, even if they're not huge ones, then that gives them an even better chance. But they should be able to make that. It just again, it goes back to you know kind of what I said at the beginning, and just finding that level of consistency with the offense. And hey, m- maybe now that you have some of these guys back from injury, they a lot of these guys feel healthy, and you're not constantly shuffling guys back and forth between the IL and back and forth between AAA. Maybe that does allow the offense to reach that level of consistency. They have it in them to win it for sure. But you're right. I mean, you think back to last year the Cardinals used that devil magic to go on an 18 game win streak in September, I believe it was, or something insane. And they almost pulled the thing off. Um, You never know what they can do. That's why they really need to focus and uh, just do what they need to do to worry about the division. Now worry about the playoffs later. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I'm very interested to see how this race keeps shaking out and looking ahead to the deadline coming up here. Not that long from now, what do you think that the Brewers should do at the deadline? What bats or relievers should they bring in? And then what do you think that the Brewers will do at the deadline? Um, I think they should grab at least one outfield bat. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about center field and, you know, the gap that's been there, not just since Lorenzo Cain left, but honestly, while he was here as well. Jonathan Davis has looked a little bit better recently, but you, you know that's not your long-term answer there. Uh, the problem, of course, there being that there's not a whole lot of great candidates out there. I think, you know, we've mentioned Ramon Laureano as a potential trade target from the A's. Uh, Michael A. Taylor from the Royals might be a sneaky one, but his offensive history isn't great before this year. Ben Intendi has been brought up, but he's not really a center candidate. Um, so you can see what's out there. Luckily, you wouldn't have to give up the farm to get a lot of those guys. Um, I would still bolster the bullpen too. I, I think once you get past again, the hater, the Boxberger, 
the Devin Williams, Hobie Milner has been a nice fill in Trevor God at times. Um, there's some question marks there. So, you know, get some guys who are on expiring contracts, who've had really good years and just bolster the heck out of that bullpen so that you have multiple options when you come down the stretch. And, you know, if you do have a starter who has a blow up game or something like that, um, you can go to the bullpen and still potentially pull one out. Um, take care of those two positions. As for what they'll do, I know they've talked about how they feel as though they may have to, for the most part, win with the pieces that they have now. And I guess I kind of get that based off of how the market is shaping out a little bit, but I would still like them to at least bring something in so that if a guy goes down injured again, if someone starts struggling down the stretch, that you're not just out of luck at a certain position or at two positions, bring something in so that you at the very least have options. Talking with Matt Carroll from reviewing the brew and the cold brew podcast here on the fan afternoon show, which guys do you really think need to step up in the second half for the brewers, for them to have a chance to win the division, to maybe compete for something in the playoffs, which guys really need to take a step forward in the second half? Um, I, uh... Two guys that kind of stick out to me, Renfro, he had a really good stretch, you know, right about May, early June before he went down uh, with his second injury. Um, but he was really starting to show those run producer qualities that he had in Boston. If he comes out of the break hot, I think that will be absolutely huge for the middle of the Brewers lineup. And then I would like to see Luis Urias really step forward. There were questions about whether a guy with his profile could, you know, handle third base long-term for the Brewers. And last year, he kind of came out of nowhere. He surprised. He had a really, really good season. That was great. And, you know, a lot of Brewers fans thought going forward, well, you know, maybe he's a little unconventional for a third baseman, but if he keeps doing that, then I guess it's worth it. And he had his own injury to start the season, um, was nice coming out of the gate, and then really cooled down. So, I think you get those two guys hot. You have, you know, Willie Adamas is uh, average hasn't been up, but he's been a run producer. Yelich has looked good in the leadoff spot. Rowdy kind of goes hot and cold, but when he's hot, man, is he hot. You could definitely have some offense created there, but I think those are two kind of sleeper guys who, uh, if they get solid in the second half, it could really, really work out for the Brewers offense. One guy that struggled, too, in the first half that I'd like to see turn it around is Colton Wong. Do you think that we're going to see him get things going? Because we saw him for years in St. Louis, and he never played this poorly, even defensively. What was wrong with him in the first half? I, that Man, that is one of the great questions, I feel like, of the Brewers. Because I, I, the more and more he struggled defensively, I just kept thinking, this guy's a gold glover. He's going to snap out of it eventually. And then he didn't. It just, he was ranked as one of the absolute worst defenders, uh, I think, among outs above average of, of everyone in the league, multiple different positions. So, and then, you know, I'm sure for a guy like that who prides himself on his defense, it probably carried over to his offense just a little bit. Um, maybe he's another guy who, you know, just needs to be healthy, needs to clear his mind. I don't know, but he's a veteran. If, you know, if anyone has a chance of just kind of bouncing back and snapping out of it, it's a guy like Colton Wong. It, that'd be another one where it'd be huge. Um, I know he's not in that leadoff spot really anymore because Yelich has kind of run with it and run with it well. Um, that doesn't mean you can't use guys to get on base at the bottom of the order and potentially 
you know, be there for when the lineup does turn around to Christian Yelich. So if, if I had faith in anyone to turn it around, it would be him, and it would be very good for the Brewers if he does. Just two more for you here, talking with Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew. You can follow him on Twitter at MKEMatt13. Josh Hader struggled going into the break. Any concern about him coming out in the second half? Just, I mean, slight concern because he he's always had rough Julys uh, going into uh, this season. If you looked at his splits per month, he, his highest ERA of his career was in the month of July. Now for his career, it's over four. Uh, he has no other month where he has an ERA over basically the low threes. Um, so July, he kind of always comes into that month and does that. We've just never seen it to that extent. That final outing was something to behold and something that Brewers fans just are very much not used to when it comes to Josh Hader. So only a little bit of concern because we've never seen it that bad, but he always does turn it around after the all-star break and look better going down the stretch. So um, I still feel as though he can turn it around. I know plenty of Brewers fans were saying, take him out of the closer spot and put Devin Williams in until he figures it out. Well, that may not necessarily be the way to get him to figure it out. He needs to be in that position uh, that he's used to and that he has done well in, that he has won, you know, the last uh, two of the last three relievers of the year awards as a closer. So I think that he'll turn it around and we'll be just good going forward. It is nice to know, though, that we have Devin Williams waiting in the wings if we need him because he has been solid for, you know, going on two months now. Last one here for you, a double question. We kind of have been talking about this the whole hour leading up to your interview. Two fill-in-the-blanks here. The Brewers will win the NL Central if fill-in-the-blank, and the Brewers will win the World Series if fill-in-the-blank. Oh, they will win the NL Central if the Cardinals don't go on another 18-game win streak. Um, I, I think they have what it takes. Adding pieces would be nice, but... They will win as long as nothing crazy happens. They'll win the World Series if they add a few pieces. They have the type of pitching that if they get to the playoffs and you run a rotation of Burns, Woodruff, and then a combo of Freddie and Lauer, and then you have those guys we mentioned, Hader, Williams, Boxberger, Milner, a little bit of got those guys at the end, and you shorten up that pitching staff a little bit, that's enough to win series. It's a matter of that offense. And they add a couple of pieces just enough to add some depth, then maybe they can do it. It's it, It'll be a stretch, but they have it in them. Matt, appreciate the time, man. Keep up the great work there at Reviewing the Brew. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. There you heard from Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew and the Cold Brew Podcast on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, Breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Yesterday, we spent the whole day reminiscing from a year ago with the Bucks winning the NBA Finals. We talked briefly about how there's different expectations. The perception of just a single championship is different among the Bucks, Brewers, and Packers. I want to talk about that next here on the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.